University of Montana's independent student-run newspaper. This is the Creepy Cast for the week of October 25th. I'm Austin Amistoy. Some phenomena defy scientific explanation, and that is where we must diverge into the spiritual. For decades, rumors have swirled that UM is home to a number of unspeakable specters that haunt its oldest buildings. As the spookiest night of the year approaches, the Cayman called up its most seasoned Ghostbuster, Editor-in-Chief Addie Slanger, for one more night of phantom examination in UM's own Jeanette Rankin Hall. But this time, she enlisted help from a true paranormal investigator, Jen Kynes. What follows is a true account of the night's events. Listen on, if you dare. anyone can kind of cultivate the spirits and make them feel comfortable, it's going to be her. That's good to hear. Hold on. <laughs> oh! Hi! Hi. You, you guys just let us in. You guys got us in. Hi, this is Austin. Hi! This is Jen. Oh, nice to meet you. No. Nice to meet you. This is Holland. Hello, Holland. Holland. Austin. Nice to meet you both. Yeah. On the night of Thursday, October 14th, a team of intrepid Kaiman investigators, led by our editor-in-chief, Addie Slanger, met Jen Kynes and her daughter, Holland, at the front entrance to Don Anderson Hall. Well, you guys want to go pop up to the Kaiman sure. for a sec? Um, do you want to go this way? I know, I, had, yeah, I know I had us come a little early, but I was just thinking we could... You could show us some of the gear, okay. and um, maybe I could chat with Holland a little bit, too, right now. Kynes, a high school teacher by day and a paranormal investigator by night, brought along a backpack and a tote bag packed with equipment for the night's scheduled hunt in Jeanette Rankin Hall. Kynes unpacked her bag upstairs in the Kaiman office to clue us in on the tools we would use to make contact with any talkative spirits. Uh, oh, thank you. I think I put it right here. What did you do? My... So much stuff. I need a better bag. But... You need an official ghost hunting bag. I, I do. Like. Dowsing rods would help channel our energy to communicate with the dead. I was going to say, are they like electromagnetic? Or no, they, they, what they do is they're basically a conduit for you. So it's really you. You're the one who's actually um, making it work. You just don't really know that you're making it work. So the Phasma Box, an app on a Windows tablet Kynes had brought, would serve as a mouthpiece for the spirits to talk to us. So that's this one. And what's it called? So this is just a spirit box. So that's, there's yeah, different, spirit there's different um, uh, brands, and there's different frequencies of it. Um, so you can play, you can go forward, you can go backward. One of them inside the J School had evidently already met our sports editor. Can you walk us through how it's working right now? It's, it's just, it just said a name, I think. So it's just I heard it something. say Jack. Stop yeah. it. Did, no, it did, didn't it? No. It said Jack. We're not gaslighting the <laughs> But the tool seemingly purpose-built to scare the daylights out of all of us was the motion-activated music box. Is it the shadows? Oh. 
With our gear charged and bells on, we set off to Jeanette Rankin Hall, which sits directly beside the much newer journalism building. So the good news is just a short little walk over here. Oh, it's that one? Yeah. I know, I think we're going to Our team ascended the stone steps between the imposing columns that support the hall's roof. I swear I As the wooden door shut behind us, the hunt began. It is 8.45 on Thursday, October 14th, 2021. We are inside Jeanette Rankin Hall in the foyer, I believe you would call this. I got with me Jack Marshall. It's kind of spooky in here, Austin. Kennedy, go up. It is a little spooky, but we're ready for a good night. (laughs) Addie is upstairs, turning off the lights. Joining me now in the studio to help chronicle the night's events is the fearless leader of the Kaiman and its paranormal investigation team, Addie Slanger. Welcome, Addie. Hey, Austin. Thanks for having me. Addie, let's not waste any time. I was there alongside you for the ghost hunt in Rankin Hall. Our band of six entered the building just before nine. Set the scene for us, please. Let's see what it feels like. vibe check Okay, so... For anyone who hasn't been in to Rankin Hall, you you walk in and it's sort of already foreboding. There's this giant portrait of Jeanette Rankin. I kind of would describe it as one of those that are in a Scooby-Doo movie where the eyes follow you. I didn't see that happen, but I was nervous about it. So you go in and there's an upper floor and there's a basement. Um, The first floor kind of has this funky little split level with a wooden... um, deck, if you will, and then the top floor has four classrooms. It's it's really creaky. All the floors creak all the time, especially the floors uh, as you go up to the second um, level. So then the basement downstairs, super warm. Uh, the boiler room, for some reason, was just leaking heat all, all up in there. Um, there's also, uh, that's where the haunted bathroom is, I would say. How, yeah, how would you describe it, Austin? The vibe in this bathroom is... Oh, you just turned on the audio voice. Just right. Immaculate. It's an immaculate restroom. Addie, we opted to start our hunt together on the second floor in one of the supposedly haunted classrooms. What were you hoping to find in this adventure? So for anyone with institutional Kaiman knowledge, um, two years ago when we first set off on our endeavor, um, to hunt ghosts. We created the Kaiman Paranormal Investigation Team, the K-Pit, and one of the buildings the K-Pit investigated was Jeanette Rankin Hall. Um, And it was pretty low-key for most of the time until we went up to the specific second floor classroom where um, we had something just absolutely horrendously scary happen. We set up a salt pentagram, which I think that might be your first (laughs) red flag. Jen would be appalled. Jen would be and was appalled to hear this story. We we set up the pentagram to commune with the spirits. Um, I think we may have communed a little too well because um, one of our members, Hunter Wiggins, he started complaining about his back hurting and he turned around, lifted up his shirt, wouldn't you know it, there's two horizontal scratches, claw mark scratches um, on his back, which was just 
so terrifying. <laughs> we think we might have awoken some sort of a spirit. And so keeping that in mind, we went into that second floor classroom hoping to either reintroduce ourselves to that spirit or um, personally, I was just kind of hoping to scare Austin and Kennedy and Jack with him. All right, so how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to start all together? Yeah, maybe okay. we start all together. And then um, we can split some people up with yeah. different pieces of equipment. Yeah, okay. that'd be perfect. Now, so we're in the second floor room and we're ready to go. How did Jen propose that we start the hunt? One of the things that has lended Jen a lot of appreciation in the ghost hunting world and a lot of respect is the way that she treats the spirits. She's always very respectful toward them and um, she starts every hunt by kind of establishing why we're here, introducing us to the spirits. So, spirits, my name is Jen. And my friends and I are here. We're all going to go around and introduce ourselves. We have a lot of toys in here for you. If you are so inclined to come out and communicate, we have some things out in the hallway and in the other room if you're a little bit shy to come in. And asking them to come out in, a, in just a very cordial way. Um, she always asked questions with please. And when we got responses, she always said thank you. Okay, spirits, come on out. We'd like to chat with you, see who's here. All right, let's go get our toys. It is now 9.12. We're on the second floor of Jeanette Rankin in a classroom. We've got our traps laid and our intentions set on goodness and purity and wholesome things. Mine are set on darkness. Addie's intentions are set on darkness but we're ready to commune with the other side. Isn't that right, Addie? It's, it's correct, Austin. I cannot wait. Neither can I. I hope the other side... Addie, nothing particularly exciting happened in that first classroom, if I recall. We sat in silence for a few minutes, but the next room uh, we went into, Jen broke out the spirit box, and we communed with a spirit. Isn't that right? That is right, Austin. So the Phasma box, which you guys have heard introduced in this podcast already, basically will cycle through radio frequencies at a supersonic speed, assuming that spirits are communicating on one of these radio waves. So we sat around that Phasma box in the other classroom. It's directly adjacent to the classroom we started in. And we're asking questions, saying, Hi, saying, how many people are there? What's your name? Tell us your name. I don't know what that was. Can you say that again, please? And so strange, but clear as day, you can hear after I ask, what's your name? You can hear the Phasma Box answer Jeanette. <laughs> you guys hear her say Jeanette? Yeah, that was oh, That's awesome. Oh, thank you. And that would be in relation to Jeanette Rankin, whose spirit supposedly haunts the building, as Jen told us. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight of our ghost hunt for me. Mm -hmm. And that room continued to be a hotbed of activity, particularly in the doorway, if I remember correctly. There was another piece of equipment, the music box, which it was a motion sensor. Um, so anything that walked in front of it at a particularly close um, distance would play this, frankly, horror movie-like <laughs> music um, on repeat 
if there was motion right in front of it. So Jen set that in the doorway with the terrifying um, bit of information that, quote, they like to hang out in the doorways, um, which spooked me. But then it kept going off. Um, it, it would go off. It was pretty quiet before we put it in the doorway. And then I would say with frequency of every 10 or 15 seconds, it would go off. The sensor's on the other side. There you go. We just had to find a good spot for him. And then she also had this bit of technology on her phone that was kind of like a thermal camera. Um, so while Austin was sitting over by the Phasma box and uh, Jen's daughter Holland was in another classroom, Jen and I looked at, through her phone at this thermal camera and swear to God, you can see just a figure standing in the hallway, actually right by our sports editor, Jack. Um, he Obviously, he couldn't see anyone, but it, they were standing right in the adjacent doorway. Oh my God, that's a person. Oh. That's a person, Jack. Like, I like So, um, the second floor obviously wasn't quite as much um, activity as the cape it had had in years past, but it was still early, and we had had some activity on the motion sensor. We'd seen a figure in a doorway. We decided that maybe we'd try our luck downstairs with the same technology that had been working for us. The time is 10.06. It's Thursday, October 14th. We're headed to the basement of Jeanette Rankin Hall after a little bit of spiritual activity in a doorway upstairs. Jack's thing is going off. <laughs> There's one in you, Austin. <laughs> Apparently when you press the button, it kind of goes off. So we headed back downstairs, and on the way to the basement, we pit-stopped in a lounge area that Addie was describing earlier with a, with a fairly creepy second floor suspended by wooden beams over top this, this space with tables and chairs and some countertops with like a coffee maker and stuff. Um, and here we tried a new tactic on Jen's advice to commune with Jeanette. Isn't that right? Yes, so for any Kyman cast listener who doesn't know, Austin has quite the set of pipes on him. And um, one of Jen's go-to techniques is to sing to the spirits, to kind of convince them to come out and be with us. So ever the gentleman, ever ever ready to show off his um, skills, Austin began singing. By on bonny banks and by on bonny breeze where the sun shines bright on Loch Lomond. And it appeared that the music box was playing along with his singing. Definitely a weird highlight for me. Uh, I don't know how much Jeanette liked old <laughs> Scottish folk songs, though. I mean, that's the best that we had in the moment. I think. It's such an interesting go-to. It is now 10.26 p.m. We have left the first floor of Jeanette Rankin Hall. We are headed to the basement where we're go going to be silent. And we're going to listen and watch for activity. One last ride in the basement. One last ride in the basement. But how about when we finally got down to the basement, Addie? Uh, are there any highlights from down there you can remember? Yeah, so I, I think the general feeling of the group was that we were really close to making a breakthrough. And Jen herself even said we had been there with the spirits, been respectful with the spirits for long enough that they were maybe feeling comfortable enough to come out. I feel like they're just one step away. 
but we just never got the chance to really make it happen. The janitorial staff came at that moment and they had to start cleaning up. So the building got loud, lights turned on, things that are really good for fostering spirit activity kind of disappeared. Um, we still did have some success down there in that aforementioned creepy ass bathroom. Um, we shut the door, we kind of locked ourselves in, um, and, and began talking with any spirits. Right, and, and even then we didn't get much of a response, but at the very least, the spirit in the bathroom, the, the, the spirit in the bathroom, seemed to like the REM pod that Kent brought along. It, it's a small red cylinder with lights on top that flashes different shades and makes noise when it senses motion above it uh, to varying degrees of proximity. The closer it gets, or the closer the, the spirit or the unknown entity gets, the more the REM pod uh, makes noise and flashes. Do you like the students who are here? Do you like the students in this building? Oh, thank you. And I guess the spirit in the bathroom didn't mind us being there at the very least. It is now 10.47 p.m. The custodians have arrived. We've concluded our ghost hunt, and I came upstairs to find that someone's Red Bull had spilled on top of my coat and soaked my coat through. So, lesson be learned. Don't tempt the ghosts in Jeanette Rankin Hall. End up with a soggy coat. Hello. Good, how are you? So it may not have been the spookiest of nights hunting for ghosts, but we did experience some pretty unusual activity. But, Addie, it sounds like a night like that one was pretty standard fare for Jen Kynes, the paranormal investigator you invited along. Right. Pretty standard or, or maybe even pretty minimal for Jen. Uh, I actually met her when she was giving a haunted tour at the Deer Lodge prison, which she does in October and even in the summer um, as her second job. I've always been interested in it. I've always been interested in the paranormal. I was the kid who read all the Stephen King books when I was little and like all the horror movies and my husband thinks I'm crazy, but I, I just love it, love it. And this time of year is my favorite. Um, Her first job actually is a high school teacher at Big Sky. She teaches journalism and TV and yearbook. So Addie, the K-Pit hunt in Jeanette Rankin Hall didn't really make me any more of a believer in the spirit world. How does Jen respond to non-believers or people cynical of her work? It's kind of water off her back. I, I just feel like um, most of the time skeptics are just scared. Like they might say, oh, I don't believe in that stuff. That's just a bunch of hooey, blah, blah, blah. But I think most of the time they're just scared because either something has happened to them or they're afraid something will happen to them. And so they just are like, oh, I can't, I can't go there. And they just, that's, they just kind of block it out of their mind. And it's easier to say that that doesn't exist than to actually be afraid of something. Addie, we survived yes. our night in Jeanette Rankin Hall. All of us came out in one piece, Jen, Holland, you and I, Jack, and Kennedy. So with the haunting of Jeanette Rankin Hall behind us, the most important question I have for you now is, do you believe in ghosts, Addie? What a question. I am going to say that there is so much out there 
I would never say I don't believe in the spirit world or the occult. Did this experience at Jeanette Rankin make me a believer or more of a believer? No, I, I always say I'm a skeptical believer. And if you mm. show me evidence and if I can feel the spirits or hear them or see them, then yeah, sign me up. Well, Addie, it's been a pleasure ghostbusting with you uh, for one last ride. Thanks, Austin. It has been a pleasure ghostbusting with you and being on the Kyming cast. After Jen and her daughter left for the evening, Addie and I returned to Jeanette Rankin Hall on Jen's advice. The custodial staff had left, and the hall was empty. We wondered if the spirits would find the two of us more welcoming than a crowd. When she's alone, so we're gonna sit in some classrooms and see what we can feel. I don't like we will report that. back. Oh, nope. Okay, what? No, I just, I just, Addie. I thought, Cinder, I thought, what was your first reaction to her? Stop! Addie, it was you touched a chair. Stop! 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 Wait, you did that. You did that. Yes. Yes. The spell of art so fast. Because you looked at me with fear in your eyes. You. We need to regroup. Okay, that we need to regroup. Turns out, the living are much better at accidentally scaring each other than the dead. You can read Addie's story on Jen Kintz and the haunting of Jeanette Rankin Hall in this week's paper, hitting newsstands and our website on Thursday, October 28th. The Kymen cast is produced and edited by me, Austin Amistoy, with reporting from me and Addie Slinger. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, the Kaiman delves deeper into allegations that leaders at UM School of Law ignored students who brought forward claims of sexual assault. I'll see you there.